Hi there. Have you heard stories about child prodigies, you know, young children that have special gifts or amazing musical talents? I heard one recently, which got me to thinking, and hang on a second, we're going to talk about it. Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where it's my goal to help you with the questions you might have regarding the awakening of your soul, and particularly to help other left brain types like I am, I was, I guess I still am, to ask the right questions in our search for a deeper meaning to life. And ultimately, I want to help you unleash your soul from the limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms that you may have been shackled with. So let's start with today's adventure. Just the other day, I was listening to something on the radio, and it talked about a lady on TikTok. Now, I don't, I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know much about this, but it was on one of the radio shows I was listening to, and she posted some of her daughter's music on TikTok, and I've since looked at the video, and she holds up a piece of paper, and it's got maybe uh, three lines of a bunch of notes on it, and the mother says on here, hey, my daughter wrote this. I'm just wondering if it's any good or if it means anything. And then on the radio, they played what an orchestra had done with that music. And basically, someone had orchestrated it and played it back. And sure enough, it was absolutely beautiful. Now, when I was listening to it, I was thinking, you know, it was so beautiful, it almost made you uh, want to tear up or something, because how could a young girl write something like that? Well, once I started looking through the story and reading about it online, as it turned out, like a lot of things turn out, the way the story is portrayed on the radio and the media is not exactly what happened. It was basically four lines of music that her daughter wrote. As, and as amazing as that is, it was someone who orchestrated it with a full orchestra that brought it to life and made it sound beautiful and added harmony and added other melodies to it. So the, the basic structure the daughter came up with, and yes, that that's pretty amazing, but it was the uh, the whole orchestra that put it together. So not quite the way it was portrayed on the radio, uh, as with a lot of cases. But this got me thinking about child prodigies, and this is something else, you know, in my career being a left-brainer and, and not really accepting a lot of this stuff or thinking it was craziness, I never really understood or thought much about child prodigies. I'd heard about Mozart, of course, doing some amazing things. But as part of my learning about a whole whole soul unleashed thing and, and accepting things that I thought were strange before, I've, I've read a lot of books. And one of them was a book by uh, a gentleman, James Tucker, or Jim Tucker. And he's a, a doctor scientist at the University of Virginia, and he works in the parapsychology department. Believe it or not, the University of Virginia apparently has a group of, uh, of scientists, eggheads, if you will, who study this kind of stuff. But anyway... Dr. Tucker's book is called Before, colon, Children's Memories of Previous Lives. And the cool thing about it is he goes through and has a number of examples in his book talking about child prodigies. I'll just mention a couple of them here. But the, the, his work does not specif- uh, focus specifically on prodigies. What he focuses on is children's memories. And the whole point is, and I guess his conclusion is that it, it does suggest that children have memories of previous lives. And that in itself is like 
craziness, right? Or I would have thought I would have thought before it was craziness. But the book does conclude that there are children who apparently have verifiable memories that come from a previous life. So the one I want to just mention here briefly, and it's this is pretty well known. It's about a a young child named James Leininger. And basically about the age of two, young James started having nightmares and flashbacks in which he would scream airplane crash or plane on fire. And he would also talk about his previous life as a man named James Houston Jr. And this man, James Houston Jr., was a World War II pilot, and he was killed in action in 1945. And as his parents became aware of this, now there's been some criticism of his parents, you know, as commercializing this and making money off of this and whatever. I, I don't pretend to judge any of that, but I do put a lot of stock in Dr. Tucker's investigation of the details that this young child was able to provide. So he provided the name of the aircraft carrier. He provided the type of plane that he flew, which was a Corsair. He provided the names of some of the men he remembered as his friends. And once they tracked all that down, he was also able to identify himself in a photograph. And he also was able to describe the details of the plane crash. All of this, weirdly enough, is verifiable. You know, it's recent enough, 1945, that Dr. Tucker was able to track all this down. So Tucker investigated all this. He found that the details provided by James were consistent with the historical record of James Huston's crash and the the history of a squadron. As it turned out, apparently, uh, Huston's crash was, he was the only person lost in this particular battle in World War II. And so his the, the, the guys he flew with and, and the men in his squadron well remembered that case. So that's strange enough, right? There's one other thing, too, that started coming out as Dr. Tucker was briefing or debriefing or interviewing young uh, James Leininger. He also had a lot of uh, information or knowledge about playing the violin. And so at a young age, again, in addition to all the airplane stuff, Young James showed a remarkable talent for playing the violin, and this was attributed to his memories of being a professional violinist, also in his past life. And apparently James would spend hours playing the violin, and his parents noticed that he had an unusual ability to play very complex pieces of music after he only heard them once. And so his parents, of course, (laughs) they were already gone through the World War II thing, but once Dr. Tucker started investigating him and working with him, they were convinced that his experiences were uh, genuine. The weird thing about this, and maybe the fascinating thing about this, is that apparently those memories that young James had were from two different lives. And so he was James Huston, the World War II pilot that died in a crash. But he, in his musician life, uh, he supposedly have, supposedly was, or the details that he provided, match up with a French composer and violinist named Jacques de Molay who lived in the 18th century. Not There's a, there's another Jacques de Molay, which is a little more famous back earlier. This is Jacques de Molay, who was a violinist in the 18th century. And James would continually ask for, quote, a new violin. And it was referring to, he kept looking for the violin, I guess, that he owned in his past life. But bottom line, he displayed a remarkable talent for playing the violin. And all of you have probably heard stories about other child prodigies, as I've researched this and read more about other 
other young children, there are a lot of children who have amazing abilities. They don't all attribute it to past lives, nor do all of them have memories of any past life. But some of them are just simply incredible. I saw a video recently about a young lady named, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing her name right, Akiana Kramarik. And she's an American artist, and she was born in 1994. But even as a young girl, as a child, 10 years old, she was painting. I think she was painting at eight and displaying things at eight. And some of you may have seen some of her paintings. I'm sure if you saw the particular one that she did about Jesus, basically it's the face of how she interpreted Jesus to look like, and there's a number of different paintings she has. But it is, uh, it's an amazing, beautiful, realistic, and very detailed painting. And she has hundreds of them. And her whole family in this video, you know, basically supports her, her painting now. But her artistic ability is simply, simply amazing. And there's other musicians and pianists and just young children have amazing abilities that no one can explain or understand. So why am I even mentioning this? Well, I'm mentioning this because it goes back to the important questions about the nature of consciousness. I've talked before about how I believe that we all come from spirit and that we come here many times and that we're reincarnated many times, but we come here with the understanding that we're going to forget everything, forget all of our previous lives. Um, and, and then we come here and we, we live this life and do the best we can and learn what we can. But stories about James Lineker or uh, the, the young American artist just raise important questions for me about the nature of consciousness and the possibility of reincarnation. And there's even stories about children who have like marks on their bodies and they remember what happened. There's a, a young man in Lebanon who's famous uh, for some of the very detailed accounts he provided of a past life. And as a young child, he described a car, wreck, car crash that he was in, which Dr. Tucker was able to verify. And there was a mark on his head that at a young age, two or three years old, he was saying he got that from a car crash when he died. And sure enough, once Tucker did the research, it all tracked back. And the, the, the man that he said he was had died from a head injury uh, in that exact spot in a car crash. So all this supports for me, all this is controversial, of course, but it supports for me at, at least a belief or a possibility that we come from spirit, that we're going to live this life, and that we're going to go back to spirit. I'm going to put in the show notes, in case anybody's interested, the link to Dr. Tucker's book and his research and some of these other uh, people, these other young child children prodigies some of them some of them just have memories of previous lives so that you can check that out if you want so that's the uh, podcast for today i do want to thank everybody for i haven't really put a podcast out in about a week or so part of the reason was that i was going through the uh, steps that i had to go through to retire from my my full-time job which i did this past week and i had a wonderful event last night where I saw some some friends, old friends <laughs> from back in the day. And I have to say, and this is just kind of a reflection about life in general, I suppose, but you know, when you go through something with people, you really tend to remember them and, and pick up right where you left off. It's that way for me with, with any of my, my army friends or my West Point friends that when we get back together again, it's like, you know, time never, never stopped uh, or there was never a huge break even after 30 or 40 years. And I had that same sense last night with a lot of the people that I'd gone through 9-11 with at the Pentagon 
or had rebuilt the Pentagon after 9-11 and, and, and other challenging things that we had all done together. And at one point, uh, there was a lady there that was not part of uh, of that group, but she remarked to me that it just seemed like everybody really loved each other. Uh, there was maybe 30, 30, 40 people there. Everybody just really loved each other. And for her, it was just kind of an unusual thing for, for a retirement, retirement party, I guess. And that's the, that's the reason I, I wanted to invite as many people as I did and from that particular background. But it was just a super event and a, an end to another chapter of my life. So that's today's podcast. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you waiting for me to, uh, to put another one out. And again, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm easy to find. Uh, Mike at MikeNicholas.com is my email. And my website is uh, just MikeNicholas.com. Thank you. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.